What does it feel like to be oppressed in your body, in your spirit? It says that the people of the town would bind him and chain him. So the story is probably one of the best stories we could tell on a day like today. <laughs> There's a lot happening today. There's Father's Day, we have Juneteenth, we're in Pride Month. There's so many things that are happening around us. And today in this moment, we get to take a holy pause and wonder what God says amidst all of this. Where is God in all of this? So it's so interesting that the story begins with the words, Jesus steps out. Because what is Jesus stepping out from? Jesus is stepping out of the boat, which is often seen as um, a place of protection amidst chaos. Anytime you hear about the sea or the waves or the water, it's usually a representation of chaos happening in the Bible. And so here Jesus is stepping out of chaos, but also stepping out on the other side of Galilee, which is where all the Gentiles are, right? So he goes from these places where most of the people are Jewish, um, and now he's stepping out into this place where mostly Gentiles are. And as he steps out, he's greeted by this man who it says was oppressed by a legion of demons for a long time. Just think about that for a moment. Let that sink in. A legion of demons for a long time is what greets Jesus as he steps out. It says that this man lived with the dead. And I wonder if that's sometimes how we feel. We are surrounded by things that are constantly moving and changing and dying, ideas, thoughts, We've been surrounded by people who are passing and moving on, and we, we get stuck in this place of death. This man lived in the tombs. He lived among the things that were dead. There was no life there. And he was oppressed by these legions of demons. And as he was there, he greets Jesus and says, Oh my gosh, please don't destroy us automatically, quickly recognizing the power that Jesus holds to heal, to set free, to unbound. And I just think in this moment, as we're sitting and imagining Jesus stepping out, being greeted by this legion of demons, saying, have mercy on me. I wonder what it felt like to be that man. I often think, who do I feel like most in this, in this story, right? You have this man who's been oppressed by a legion of demons. You have the townspeople who come and want Jesus to leave. You have the pigs. You have the legion of demons. And then you have Jesus. Spoiler alert, we're rarely Jesus. And yet, here we see this man how would we describe this man who is oppressed living among the dead? 
What does it feel like to be oppressed in your body, in your spirit? It says that the people of the town would bind him and chain him. And I think honestly that they were probably doing that out of care for their community, thinking that their community would be safer. I bet they also did it out of care for the man, thinking this man will be safer if he's bound, if he's tamed, if he's chained. And yet I wonder, why then? When this man was set free, it literally says, in his right mind, and now he's clothed in his right mind, sitting at the feet of Jesus. And it says that the people were afraid. Why do you think they were afraid? Why do you think they felt safer if this man was bound and chained? What happens when we are set free? What keeps us from being the full version of ourselves? Are there pieces of us that we oppress, suppress, chain up, bind? Because it feels a little scary. It feels unpredictable. I think Jesus is wondering with us this morning, what would happen if we were set free? If we believed that we no longer had to sit in these chains or be bound or be quiet? Even during the sermon, you can throw out an amen if you feel so called to. And yet I wonder what it is that binds us. Because here's Jesus, and these, I always think it's very odd that there's these pigs in this story, right? There's a huge herd of pigs. It's telling us two things. One, that they are in Gentile territory. But they also represent things that are unclean, right? In the Jewish tradition. And Jesus throws this legion into these pigs. And I was sitting there this morning thinking about this herd of pigs and how unclean they were, how unclean they were seen. And Jesus throws this demon into him and in doing so, frees this man who has been bound for years. And then I started realizing that in so many ways, Jesus plays the part of the swine, the least holy, the least clean character in the Bible, because what does Jesus do? Jesus takes on the legion of demons that still surround us and carry them and hold them, everything that leads to death. And it's a funny thing that sometimes we think freedom means that we are free to do whatever we please. Trust me, my, my hashtag is free range Pastor Jenny. Autonomy and freedom, I love. But if we're not careful and if we're not wise, being free to do as we please often can lead to death, can lead to things that are dying, to things that are slowly killing us, killing our communities, killing our societies, and we stay bound because 
it feels a little scary to step out, to step out of the space and the places that we're used to. And yet, what if this morning, if Jesus says, Beloved, I stepped out so that you could step in. And the first thing that happens is we become uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, doing something new feels uncomfortable. But Jesus didn't save us to be comfortable. This space in the church, being people of of Christ, to be a part of this Jesus movement, is to be people who are called to be brave. Not worried about what keeps us uncomfortable, keeps us bound, but how we can step out like Jesus stepped out. Glennon Doyle has this um, analogy that she uses that I think can capture a lot of this feeling. She talks about how she went to the zoo and she saw a cheetah. And as she saw this cheetah, this cheetah's best friend was a golden retriever, and it was taught to, to be friends with this golden retriever and act like a golden retriever, because then it would be tame and it would be obedient. And what happened is this golden retriever would chase this little bunny, and so this cheetah would then chase this little bunny. But she says there's this moment where the cheetah stopped and looked beyond the walls. And it was like there was something that happened in that cheetah that said there's something out there that's wild and free. There's a place that exists where I can run, where I can be my full self. This, per, this, this animal, this, this feeling that I have inside can be set free. But that cheetah has never known freedom. It's only known captivity. Jesus stepped out to show us that we can be brave in who God's created us to be, and it will change the course of history of the way we move and breathe in this world. We're called to breathe in a way that sets this Jesus movement on fire. We're not called to be tame and to be sitting and to be quiet. We're called to go out like this man went out and tell what Jesus has done for us. Sometimes we are so clouded by all the things that are happening that we can't even recognize where God is moving and changing us. For me, I was an orphan at the age of two. I was thrown on a bus in Seoul, Korea. From there, I was brought to orphanages and a police station and foster care, later brought to here in America, adopted. But I've had a narrative of my life of being thrown away, feeling disposable, feeling forgotten. And here's this man in this town who's been thrown away by the town. And it's so important that Jesus steps out and releases him from the things that are oppressing him. The good news this morning is the story is real. The oppression, the things that bind us and hold us are real. 
And yet this Jesus comes to each of us, steps out over space, over time, over any barriers that we hold up and invites us to be free into life, to no longer cling to the things that are killing us, but to be free. There is something in you that speaks into this place that knows that you were meant to be fully a disciple, unapologetically, unafraid. People, we, we serve this God that died and raised again so that we could see what resurrection tastes like, what it, see, what it feels like. And in this man that's been set free, this Gentile, this nobody, this man that's been thrown away from the town by society, by everything that he's ever known, Jesus comes to him. Sets him free, sets him in his right mind. Friends, we've been through a lot the last couple of years. It is absolutely sensical that we are not in our right minds. <laughs> and maybe today in this moment, in this morning, God is inviting us to take a holy pause and recognize the places that God is longing to set us free. Free to be brave. Free to tell the story of what God is doing and how God is speaking in and through your lives this very moment. Every breath you take is supported by this God. Every beat of your heart is God sustaining you and keeping you. Without even thinking about it, your body your breath continues this rhythm of life. Not just so that you can sit. Not just so that you can be comfortable, but that you can be brave. That you can step out. That you can feel and taste what it looks like to be unbound and set free. Because somewhere along the lines, there's a narrative or a story or a people that told you you don't get to. That is a lie from the pit of hell. You are beloved. You are known. You are set free. You are marked with the cross of Christ and you are sealed with the Holy Spirit forever. So I invite you this week to be bold to be brave in the spaces where God is calling you to step out in faith, to step out in love, and to show what it looks like to be grace in this world. I invite you to take a moment to catch your breath. I invite you to close your eyes if you feel comfortable. I invite you to just take note of what's happening inside your being. Where are there places where you feel tight? Where you feel pain? Where you might feel like it's hard to breathe? And I invite you to breathe deeply into every single one of those spaces knowing that every breath you take, God is saying, I love you. 
I love you. I love you. The service in here is ending, but the service out there is just beginning. We pray that you would go out boldly, bravely, knowing who you are in Christ, unshaken, unmoved by things of this world, but fully wild and free in the beautiful Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. Amen.